Welcome back to another edition of the Off the Dome podcast. We are back. I just came off of a nice vacation in Cabo. I'm here by co-host, uh, fellow alum, fellow future Illini from my alma mater, University of Illinois. My co-host Jordan Goodhart. Clap it up. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, um, I find it interesting. The reason a lot of teams, quote unquote, don't want Baker Mayfield is because of his salary. Even though he's making the same amount of money as Nick Foles, who's not even is even on a team anymore. Well, so it's I like, was not even talking about that. I was just going to talk about you, you going to Illinois, but. Yeah, I'm excited. I uh, got the full experience. Uh, committed Friday and immediately got almost a heartbreaking 4:13 upset, and then, of course, had the Sunday 11 a.m. Uh, loss to Houston. So I got the full package of Illinois basketball in one weekend. You, you, know? you did. You did. You get the highs, you, you get the horrible Brad Underwood rotations in the second mm-hmm. game. Yeah, uh, I think he's. I, I, I've, I've thought about it. I, I don't want him to get fired because of the fact that in college, a lot of coaching is not about in-game adjustments right. and stuff. It's about getting the recruiting classes, right. and he has a top ten recruiting class coming in, so we don't want to ruin that. But. Uh, yeah. Another year of disappointments and maybe another conversation. Yep, it definitely is. How how was your trip to U of I? Did you uh did you go to Joe's? <laughs> did you go to uh, uh did you when where are you living? You living at Bromley? Uh yeah, I'm gonna be living at Bromley next year. Uh, yeah, uh, where I yeah. live. Yeah, it's exciting. Uh, what floor are you? I'm excited. I don't know. I don't know yet because they still got to figure everything out with uh, people still. Uh, like on wait lists and people still getting in and stuff. So long ways away from really, you know, settling in, but I'm excited. That's great. That is awesome. Uh, you, you enjoy every minute of it, man. Maybe, maybe for, for um, homecoming weekend, maybe I'll drive down and visit you again. <laughs> maybe that'd be, yeah. that'd be legendary. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah. uh, so let's do our, before we get into this, um, Thing, this crazy new off-season sports soap soap opera called the NFL off-season. <laughs> um, I want to ask you, what was your name drop of the day today? Uh, meanwhile, we're on the topic of college and college basketball is going on. Let's go Shabazz Napier. Oh! Uh, led that UConn uh, Cinderella story championship team from the seven states champions. Uh, didn't really pan out in the NBA, but uh, always a good name drop there. Uh, my name drop of the day is former uh, Detroit Piston and former Utah Jazz, Mohamed Okur. Ooh, Mohamed Okur. Okay, I like that. Mohamed uh, Okur, two, NBA champ, 2004 yeah, with Piston. The, with the uh, Pistons, yeah. That Pistons team, man. Best team, best they are the best, the full definition of team. They, there's no, like, superstar on that team. Yeah, they no don't one on that team the top, top seventy-five player. Yep. Mm-hmm. You could make yeah. an argument maybe for Ben Wallace, but, yeah. but he, I mean Ben Wallace is his defense, man. Oh man, he was one of the best rebounders ever for sure. He gets he, yeah for sure, definitely up there. So I want to ask you. So now let's dive into uh, this off-season soap opera drama called the NFL off-season. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's usually the NBA off-season. It's usually the NBA. But the NFL is the king 24-7, no matter what day of the week it is. And apparently now, no matter what month it is, apparently NFL rules all now. 
And I want to get into this um, with, uh, let's start, what, what are we going to start off with first? Um, so let's start off with this. Um, I, we'll, we'll start from the top going to bottom of like the biggest news we thought. So I want to ask you um, about this deal. Uh, so the Sean Watson, after originally saying no to the Browns, this will happen while I was on vacation at my cousin's wedding, sitting in that sunny 90 degree weather in Cabo. I found out, I saw a tweet that says poolside, Deshaun Watson to the Browns. I said, what? I mean, I thought he said no to it. And I thought the two teams that were really interested that he thought of, no, not that were interested and that he thought of were the Falcons and the Saints because close to where he was um, growing up from. But eventually he was sold on the Browns uh, because of that, um, you know, little thing called uh, money. So I want to get your take on this deal for Deshaun Watson. How shocked were you that this that he showed that this happened and that he's traded to the Browns? And what am and what do you think of this? And where and where yeah, where do you see him with his impact with this new Browns roster? Yeah, so I was so shocked. Like like you said the teams were Falcons and Saints that everyone was talking about. And he kind of had his decision because he had a no trade clause. So he basically got to choose where he went. And it was basically a free agency uh, for him. And I was for days just sold on the fact that he was going to Atlanta. All right, that's where he grew up. Yeah. Apparently the team had the most interest in him. And it kind of made sense because they were moving off of Matt Ryan. And they had reached, this was before Matt Ryan even got traded. And this was, they restructured Matt Ryan's deal, and it's the apparently Matt Ryan, the front office, kind of agreed that they were going to go separate ways. And uh, apparently, the the Texans got a little greedy and wanted AJ Terrell near the end. Uh, that's what I'm hearing is that they wanted AJ Terrell, and the Falcons were not willing to give up AJ Terrell. Him and Kyle Pitts were like the two untouchables, basically. And uh, another reason I I mean, look on Twitter, everyone, every Falcons reporter thought. Watson was a done deal and a, I mean specifically Cam Marino good friend of mine uh, lives around the area big Falcons fan he's uh he's verified on Twitter he does drafts uh I see him on Twitter responding to your tweets now and then yeah yeah he uh he was for days just sold on Watson to Atlanta some of his buddies were sold on it too and when I saw that he got traded to the Browns I was so confused and then not only traded to the Browns, given a five-year, $230 million fully guaranteed contract. Uh, and, and the Browns also gave up three first-round picks and a couple late picks for a guy who's pending 22 criminal cases. Uh, no, civil. The civil, the criminal. Civil, yeah, civil. Civil, criminal, yeah. Um, and that begs the question, will he get suspended? Because the NFL – they can they, they it's not like the NFL's not like a grand jury. They can suspend him even if he's quote unquote innocent. You know, whether you think he's innocent or not, the NFL has the power to do what they want and to keep their image. They might have to, but they also have the power to just sit there and say, a grand jury, two grand juries actually now. There was another grand jury today. So two grand juries didn't indict him. And the NFL can just say, Well, they didn't indict him. 
he's innocent. They can turn their heads because they want to make money. They want to look clean. They want to, they're their highest paid guy. They don't want him to look like he's a bad guy. So they might not suspend him and they want to look like he's innocent. They want to back him up. So do the Browns. Uh, so, and what does this mean for quarterback money in the future? Kyler Murray, like is he, Kyler Murray going to get this money? Cause I, I mean, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Herbert, thought maybe yeah, Justin Herbert, but, Josh Allen, uh, yeah, like all these guys, Joe Burrow, like all these guys, even if they might not be better than Deshaun Watson right now, it that's, doesn't matter if they're the better than Deshaun is. Watson. It's just what the deal is. Money's just going to keep going up. That's why I actually think the Mahomes deal isn't a huge issue because I if you too. had to re-extend him every few years, it's just going to be 50, 60, 70, like and you're seeing it now. So that's interesting, and I know you uh, you have some thoughts on if he's going to get suspended or not. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on Deshaun Watson? And I, I, by the way, I think this automatically makes the Browns a contender because they got him, they've got Amari Cooper in there now, and it seemed like that roster was ready to win. It was the only kind of question was the quarterback position, and now they've kind of figured it out. And if he does get suspended, they have a really good locker room guy, a really good veteran, and Jacoby Brissett they brought in to back him up. That's a good backup. He's nothing special, but he's serviceable enough to keep him Yeah, he's just – yeah, he keep him afloat. And then also, right. like, if they need, like, one-yard sneak, uh, Brissett's been that guy lately for the right. Dolphins, I think, uh, the Colts. Colts and last year with Miami mm-hmm. for replacing Tua and occasionally mm-hmm. being in third and short or fourth and short yeah. positions, so – Okay, now before I get, I launch on that. Um, I, I apparently, whenever someone gets a big money, quarterbacks and receivers want to say, "Oh, I want to get that too." Like when Devontae Adams deal hit, Tyreek Hill said, "Oh man, I want that money too." And I feel like whatever someone is the highest paid, that usually is the market center for other quarterbacks and receivers. Like when when the Sean Watson deal came, okay, what about my money? So. What, and the Mahomes deal, people are saying, okay, I want this. And, you know, that's just what it is now in the exactly. NFL and the, business, in the sports business in general. Someone is a trendsetter saying, okay, I want to do this. The, the NFL and the NBA is a game of trends right now in this day. So, okay, now getting to Deshaun Watson. I'm going to talk about him on the field. Before I discuss the civil suits, uh, on the field, the last time we saw him, Deshaun is a top five quarterback, I would say, because he is very mobile in and out of the pocket, great arm strength. I saw him at Clemson. He was unbelievable. He, he outplayed Saban's team, and they, they were able to win that. He, is a, he was a great quarterback, and him and D-Hop were like one of the best quarterback wide receiver duels. They were top three. He was great. And the year at when D-Hop got traded for an absolutely zero reason whatsoever to the Cardinals, <laughs> he was unbelievable. Deshaun Watson, I believe, was top three in QBR that year. He was mm-hmm. really good that year. And and the, and he was and without him, the Texans would have been an 0-16 team at the time. So Deshaun Watson, I think, when he's on the field, I think the Browns will be legit enough. And because they already have the best, a top three O line in the game. They already have a great running back duo in Chubb and Hunt. Their defense mm-hmm. is is hit and miss. Some weeks they're a top five defense. Some weeks they're like a middle of the pack to below average defense. Um, but but Deshaun but Deshaun Watson, Amari Cooper, who showed some great flashes of one of the top receivers he could be. 
and then one week with Dallas and the next week on the road, he stinks up the joint. Um, so, but I do think him and him and, and Deshaun will have some good core with each other. Um, this, how this deal came about, this made, this was all about money, man. It really was all it was. Now had Deshaun had they, Cleveland not offered that, then, then he would have been winning with the Falcons. Um, now I don't know what's going to happen with Baker Mayfield. We're going to talk about that in just in just a few minutes and a few minutes down the show here. Now getting to Deshaun off the field uh, with these twenty-two cases, whether people thought he did or not, twenty-two cases is twenty-two cases, and unfortunately the NFL is going to have to and should take this very very seriously, and we need to take this into account of how the NFL will ultimately look because I'm not saying Roger Goodell's a bad guy. I was texting you about this earlier today. I don't think Roger Goodell is a bad guy. I just think with how he goes about his business and suspensions is kind of inconsistent. For example, Calvin Ridley uh, got suspended for one year for gambling yet didn't commit anything else off the field. Didn't even do anything. Didn't assault anybody. And he's suspended for one year because he was betting on games. I'm not not condoning that, but still, I mean, compared to an assault thing, uh, the assaults that were going on, that's not comparable. Uh, Kareem Hunt kicked kicked a woman and got suspended eight games for it. And Deshaun Watson, in this case, whether you we we agree that he did or not, I don't. Uh, the point of the matter is, 22 cases is still 22 cases. And Deshaun Watson, I believe, is going to at least get suspended because it would be a terrible look for the league if he does not get suspended for at least four to six games. Because whether you we agree, can agree or disagree if he did it or not, but the point of the matter making is that still, if it was like a he said, she said, or you could it, you could live with that in that regard, but if it's multiple she said's, and there's 22 cases. I mean, it'll be a bad look to, for the high, like you, like you said, for the highest paid player in the league to um, only get a slap on the wrist for for nothing. But it also could be a bad look that you have to suspend the highest paid player in the league. I mean, yes. So the to. NFL, I'm saying the NFL could back him up and kind of say he's innocent. The grand jury doesn't think there's enough evidence. There's no evidence. He's so it really just depends. I, I'm just saying for the public point of view, how people would look at it as you, you would, you would suspend a guy just for gambling for one year, but yet not suspend a guy for any game for uh, 22 alleged civil suits now. I just think that there needs to be something done in that regard for, for the league to uphold its image because it's the king of viewership. I mean, it, it owns the day of the week it, in every single way. That's what the NFL does. But getting back to on the field, if they were to suspend him, we don't know like how many games or if he's going to get suspended. I do think he's going to get suspended. I just think it's a matter of games. I think he'll get suspended. My guess will be somewhere around six to eight games. And Jacoby Brissett will keep them above a float to a 500 record or so. He's nothing amazing, but he's decent enough. I mean, he did back up for Brady for a couple games when Brady and Garoppolo were out in New England. 
and he did a good jo- a decent job the year Andrew Luck retired with the Colts. He did a decent job keeping them in the playoff picture that year. And he was a good, solid gadget player for Phillip Rivers and for Carson Wentz with the Colts. Uh, for Phillip Rivers, sorry, excuse me, Phillip Rivers with the Colts. And he was a good gadget player and was and and replaced Tua for a week, Tua for a couple weeks when he had a thumb injury or whatever with the Dolphins. So he's a, been a serviceable veteran quarterback in this league. Um, I I think the Browns team has potential to be great, but when we look at the AFC, I mean, I feel like anybody could be great nowadays with the moves in the AFC. So I think it's a good if he's. When he's right, I think the Browns are a, are a playoff team. I'll, division, I think it's really up between them, the Ra- uh, the Bengals, and the Steelers uh, and the Ravens. I mean, though anybody in the NFC, AFC North that Deshaun Watson plays could win that. But I still think the Bengals are the favorite. But I would, but if Deshaun plays. And the Browns are afloat when he get if he gets suspended, which I think he will. Then I'm gonna give the Browns a puncher's chance to win the AFC North. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean he. It's not even just about this year. I mean, they're he's 26 years old, and they just signed him for five years. So even if he is suspended for half this year, throw away the year. I mean, you obviously don't want to throw away a year, but you might have to throw away a year. It right. comes with the fact that you traded for a guy with 22 civil suits, and move on the next year and the four years after that and you don't really have a lot of first round picks anymore so got to build through free agency and build through those late round picks and hope that Amari Cooper stays healthy and doesn't age poorly uh and staying in the AFC because all of our topics are going to be in the AFC (laughs) everything is (laughs) I mean the NFC stuff that happened was Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and we already talked about that Bob Miller leaving the Rams that's probably yeah yeah. uh but that's going to the Bills but uh (laughs) Devonta Adams uh uh, shocked everybody I mean there was questions on if he would resign with the Packers on the franchise if they would offer him a massive contract and apparently they did offer him a massive contract but he wanted to go home and play with his boy Derek Carr uh he had done everything he could with the Packers and signed a five-year extension for $141.25 million to make him to make him $28 million a year which at the time was the most at the time that was the most annual salary for receiver ever until a couple days ago but Devontae <laughs> Adams right now um, what are your thoughts on this I'm sure you're gonna uh, shit on Aaron Rodgers as much as you can during this but Hold on, hold on, Jordan. Before I go, I have a cough. <coughs> Rogers, I'm sorry, just a bad cough I've had all day. Um, but I'm good for Devonte for getting away from that immunized, uh, uh, smug, uh, condescending diva. And um, but no, in all seriousness, um, he wants to go into a win, a, a sort of a win now position. And I think he wanted to see a team on the rise. And look, it's all about chemistry in this league. It's all about ultimately going through um, where you are most comfortable with. And he had a great – and look, get talk, me not shitting on Aaron Rodgers off the field. A-Rod and Devontae were a great duo. Aaron loved playing with Devontae. Devontae, well, I mean, yeah, as great as Cooper Cup his year was last year, we both can agree Devontae is the best receiver in the league. I mean, he could go inside numbers, can go outside the numbers. Devontae could do anything possible. He's great. And he's, he is a sensational wide receiver. And, and him and Derek Carr 
are going to be a match made in heaven. If once you have familiarity with someone from college, and once you Garrett Carr can throw the deep ball, he was top five in passing yards. And considering when people go through all the, the teams in the AFC West, the the quote unquote worst quarterback in that division is Derek Carr, and he's good. He's a top fifteen quarterback. And statistically, he did have better Russell numbers than Russell Wilson last year. But right now, I still would take Russ because of uh, the achievements and because of right now, I would take Russ. But Derek Carr, top 15 in passing yards, he led the Raiders to the playoffs. I know that a lot of it was overtime wins they had. A lot of them were close wins. But still, the fact of what he, they dealt with last year with all the controversy they had and the tragedy they had, and for him to lead that team to the playoffs, he deserves a medal, in my opinion, for that. Um, and Devontae is going to fit great. He's going into a great offense, a really good offense now. They're a good offense to, I think, a top five offense in the league. I really do. When you look at it across the board, Derek Carr, top 15 quarterback. Darren Waller, I'd say he's a top three to five tight end in the league. I still am going to take Kelsey and Kittle but he's number three, in my opinion. Uh, Hunter Renfro, PPR stud. I had him on fantasy last year. He's a very good slot receiver. Um, and he could go inside numbers, can do really good with shallow crossing routes. He's very, very – he's really good. And Josh Jacobs, I know he was hurt for a, major, for a good amount of last year, but still went healthy. He's a very good running back. He, I really like that Raiders team. And on defense, getting Chandler Jones – I know he's a bit older now, but still, him and Crosby, like, they are good. I know their site they did their secondary is lost, but but I do like the Raiders overall. And Devontae and Derek Carr are going to fit really nicely. Yet, I can see them winning the AFC West. Hell, I can see any team in the AFC West winning that division. That's the greatest division of quarterbacks in NFL history. Holy shit. But, no, I think Devontae and Derek Carr are going to work really well together. I do. I really do. Um, I'm not saying Derek Carr is better than Aaron Rodgers. No one in their right minds or who watches sports is going to think that. But I do think that Carr and Devontae are going to have great chemistry. And Carr is going to – and then Devontae – well, no disrespect to the Green Bay receivers last year – but, I mean, Devontae was often double covered. And as I didn't really – those receivers last year weren't really anything extraordinary. They're really, uh, bad. They're really bad. And, <laughs> and, but, and, Liz, and Lazard and MVS were injured. Right. So. Um, but, no, Hunter Renfro I'm a big fan of. I love him. He's mm-hmm. great. Moreau I really like. Um, Foster Moreau I like. They're a good team. I like the Raiders on paper. Um, I don't know if they're going to win the AFC West because anybody can. No one is a lock these days in the NFL, but I think that's a great move. I really like the Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, uh, what they have. Um, and I, I think he wanted to leave Aaron because maybe he just wanted to go play with Derek Carr and he needed just a fresh change. Or maybe, I don't know, I'm not going to spend all show shitting on Aaron Rodgers because I don't want to – I don't want you to roast me on how I roast hate on him. So I'm going to temper my um, crapping on him for another time. But yeah, those are my thoughts on Devontae. Yeah. I think it actually, I mean, not to just be an Aaron Rodgers backer like I've been, but this has nothing to do with Aaron Rodgers. It has everything to do with the situations that he was in. 
Uh, he was basically what I've seen is offered the same thing from both teams or off, yeah, offered the same thing for both teams basically. And he chose to go. I mean, like you said, Derek Carr, they were college teammates. Uh, they have that connection and we've seen videos of them in the off season training every year. It's not like Derek Carr, at, college. Derek Carr said, if you come to the Raiders, I'll get you a car. <laughs> Devontae said, I'm feeling a little Lamborghini. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. They're, uh, they're, they're really good friends. They always are working yeah. on the off season together. So, and this has not, and like I said, there's nothing new there. Rogers, Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers, I'm sure are still friends. It's not like they had some breakup or anything, but um, it makes sense. All right, for Devontae Adams, why would he want to sign a five-year deal with the Packers when he doesn't know who his quarterback will be next year? It's like it's Aaron Rodgers considered retirement this offseason. He's probably gone in a year or two. I don't see Rodgers playing past 40, and he's 38 right now. So you're retiring in two years. Yeah, I Rodgers signed a four-year deal. He won't make it through that whole four-year deal. And uh, <laughs> no, hell the, the situation in Green Bay for Devontae Adams would be he would be locked up for five years with Jordan Love like why would he want to do that they're not in they're 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 getting very close to doing a rebuild and with the Raiders it's kind of a win now situation there and Devontae Adams saw that and he saw the fact that he can live in L he can live in Vegas compared to Green Bay he'd already done his time in Green Bay he's like I can go live in Vegas with Derek Carr one of my best friends uh, with a high-powered offense in a fun stadium, a fun environment. Uh, this new offensive coach is coming in, McDaniels. Uh, and they made the playoffs last year. Uh, little did he know. I mean, and I mean, we'll preview into the Tyree Kill talk we're going to have, but this move effectively got Tyree Kill traded. <laughs> the trendsetter. I'm telling you, it's the trendsetter. Yeah, he single-handedly got Tyree Kill out of that division. Like, the Raiders doing this deal got them a top receiver in the league and then got another top receiver in the league traded away from them. They beat like the Chiefs in the offseason. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they, let's see if they can beat them in the season. But they definitely beat them in the offseason by getting maybe the best receiver in football and then making the Chiefs, who's in their division, get rid of their best receiver. So, yeah, that's that. He set a trend, like you said, with the money. It's – only going to keep going up for people no matter how like we all can probably agree Terry Cole's not better than Devontae Adams but he's getting paid more because he got paid after him so that's how that works he has the leverage and yeah um like I said it makes sense I for feel Devontae like, Adams I feel like in the this this the, the theme of the show we don't usually do themes on our podcast but if I were to do a theme of the show it would be trend setting I uh, will I'll we'll, we'll discuss that later on uh, I mean and I mean, we're uh, already kind of transitioning into a Tyreek Hill. So let's right. just talk about. Well, I want to ask you about this um, about Tyreek Hill uh, the other day. So this is a f- crazy ass deal. I went the morning of. We found out that Tyreek Hill wanted wants max money. The Chiefs obviously couldn't afford that, and they and so Tyreek Hill requested a trade originally to the Jets and the Dolphins. Eventually, he said he wasn't considering the Jets, but, but it was for oh, five was. picks, five picks. And in your opinion, uh, who wins this deal? I mean, I, I'm is I think long term the Chiefs have won it, but I, I'm, I still think this move is a little questionable. We'll, we'll examine both sides, but in your opinion, like, what do you think of this deal? 
And I don't think that the it's not that the Chiefs couldn't afford him. I think it's just that they didn't want to give him a four-year, $120 million deal. They probably offered him something a little lower than Devontae Adams' range, and he wanted to be the highest paid receiver, and they were like, go to Miami. So basically, I mean, I was – I had actually woken up pretty early that day. I'm on spring break right now, but I had to drive my dog to the – bet and uh it was like 9 a.m and i just said like check my phone on the way back to my car and i just see that he was like getting traded i'm like oh my god uh but i, I didn't think the offseason could get crazier we had a few days of like kind of <laughs> and then, yeah but i mean this is not gonna work out no f- I, I mean this could come back to bite me in the ass but this is not going to work on the field for him. All right, it'll work off the field. He's not paying taxes in Miami. He's making <laughs> over the next four he's years. He's from there too. He's from. Yeah, he's, he's going back to his he's hometown. He's there all the time. He's going back to his hometown. He's going to get to live in Miami compared to Kansas City. He already won a ring. It's a clear money, greedy type move. It's he's not doing this to win. Right? No. He's not. They're not going to win anything. First of all, it's the A's. He's one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the league. I mean. He is if he's throwing slants. He's not if he's throwing anything else outside the numbers. It's just a fact. If you watch him at no, Alabama. No, yeah, thing. exactly. Yeah, Every he time was, you see him throw, it's either his max is medium and his bread and butter is short crossing routes. That's what he is. Yeah, and that's and exactly kind of what Jalen Waddle was, and it worked out well with Jalen Waddle. And yeah. they're they, they're going to have a lot of speed on that team. All right, we'll talk about it later. That's fast when, when, team. when we when we grade the off season, we're going to later on we're going to grade how every team's off seasons, not every team, but certain teams off seasons. So I'll explain who I think uh, won this trade uh, and kind of what I think of the team's outlooks. But I don't know. This is just shocking. I don't like it at all for. Terry Kill's sake on the field. It's easy to say that, but it's also the dude's trying to make money. So respect to that. Uh, Cause I don't know what they offered him in Kansas city, but he must not have liked it, but uh, especially to leave a guy like Patrick Mahomes, who had a good connection with them. He seemed like he loved the city, loved the team. Everyone loved him there. There was no issues. I mean, he had like a little off the field incident, but it didn't seem to affect his reputation in Kansas city or anything, but now he's in Miami back in his hometown. He seems happy. Good for him. What are your thoughts on that? Um, before, I'm going to do a little different route. Um, I'm going to st- start with the Chiefs first and then work my way to the Dolphins, if that's okay. Um, so let's start with the Chiefs. Um, so I think great quarterbacks like Mahomes or like a Brady, no matter how great a receiver you've had, you if you have a great skill set, you can work without a great receiver. And you texted me the Mahomes' numbers um, a couple days ago without Tyreek. They're great. Almost a, a, a winning record. Great touchdown to interception mm-hmm. ratio. Um, he works well without Tyreek. And the Marquez Valdez Scandling, he's a serviceable receiver. I mean, As Nick Wright said he's some people in Green Bay were saying he's the best. <laughs> <laughs> What he what he said the at Marquez Valdez scandling thing on the Colin Coward show I was he just barely mad. even played last year MVS bro he was hurt the whole year last year yeah he was hurt um, Marquez Valdez scandling I think he's a serviceable receiver um, he does show some quickness after the after the catch but he's nothing extraordinary Juju Smith Schuster 
I mean, I, I pray for Mahomes that he that for Pat that he has to deal with his brother and Juju TikToking twenty four. Juju Juju said he's he, he was doing an interview and he said that he will not make a video of Jackson Mahomes and he said he's all he's there for business. Good. He's there to win football games. He said he's not trying to be a distraction. Good. He, him and Jackson Mahomes will not link up. Great. That's awesome. I do feel like he's <laughs> gonna break that promise though eventually. But the, but that's not I mean, he did make a TikTok, but it wasn't with Jackson Mahomes. <laughs> but it's also like come on, like I mean, I, I, elder NFL player to make TikToks, right. but, but I do, think, doing it on the I do think Juju Smith's a great athlete, and I do think he and Pat will get along just fine because Juju Smith, Schuster, unfortunately, what he had in quarterback was a wash Ben Roethlisberger and fucking Mason Rudolph for 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 a majority of the 2019 season when Roethlisberger had that elbow injury. So I think he's going to work out uh, with Pat Mahomes, but and I but. He's not better than Tyreek Hill. Uh, Travis Kelsey, that's his ultimate security blanket. Um, but they did lose Pringle, um, who, which was a loss, who I think will have, who was a, a nice piece to the Chiefs. Uh, Pat Mahomes could make it work. Um, I do think he can make it work in the short term. Um, in the short and for the without them, I do I think they're a Super Bowl team. No, I don't, because Tyreek Hill is the ultimate great security blanket for Pat Mahomes. Um, Tyreek Hill might, is 1A, 1B with Kelsey. Ma, whenever Mahomes was in trouble, when he was scrambling, whatever, you remember in that Super Bowl two years ago, the first one in Miami um, against the Niners, when he was scrambling, and Skip Bayless joked about this, but I didn't think it was this, but he threw up a quote-unquote punt, one third and 15 on the rollout, when he threw up to Tyreek Hill and he went to the fair catch and catch the ball. And that was the turning point of that game. And he was a great sort of, he's a great route runner, great at crossing routes, great in the deep ball. When Mahomes was struggling, number 10 was a great security blanket for him. And in that AFC, that crazy game from maybe the greatest playoff game ever against the bills, Tyreek Hill took over that game. You saw he did the peace sign before he got the touchdown, before he passed out of the guy. So he's the ultimate security blanket. But long-term, it does set up the Chiefs nicely. And from what the reports I've read, they are going to look for other moves in the draft to go along with Juju and Travis Kelsey. And I do think with the five picks they get, they are set up nicely for the future. They can get all the offensive help they need and any O-line protection they need. So I think the Chiefs long-term will be fine. Short-term, I think they'll be good. I don't think they're going to be a Super Bowl team because I think anybody in the – I think the AFC West is very tough. I think when I look at the other AFC teams, I think Buffalo is knocking at the door trying to get to the Super Bowl – um, I look at your, at your, at the Colts, they made some moves, your Titan, your Titans, I think I'm never going to count them out. So we'll see. Um, it's, a, I'm not, I, I, I'm never going to count out Mahomes. So that's the thing. Uh, now to the Dolphins, like you said, this move makes zero sense for Tua's development whatsoever. Zero. It, it, it just, it just. It basically just puts more pressure on him. It does. Tua's ultimate maximum arm strength is a medium. That's it. Tua, when you look at his numbers, I, I, are they're, they're serviceable. He's a serviceable quarterback. 
and he'll be serviceable enough in this West Coast offense because Mike McDaniel, their head coach, came from was the offensive coordinator for the Niners for Kyle Shanahan. So they so he will be fine. He'll be serviceable enough. But Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill is a deep ball, deep route runner. I mean, yes, he can do occasional jet sweeps. He will be like sort of like play in a Debo Samuel type of role for the Dolphins. I could see, but do I? But this makes no sense for Tua's development whatsoever. Tua had multiple hip surgeries with uh, when he was with Alabama before he got drafted. He was had multiple hip surgeries and he and he had and he was never like great in the league he was accurate yes because of short crossing routes and because he would just throw for 10-15 yards or he would throw screen passes Tyreek Hill once in a while could do some jet sweeps could um work in that format they could be creative with Tyreek in the in the um in the backfield but like but as far if you're looking to uh, to scramble and make the the big home run plays with Tyreek Hill, you're sadly mistaken. That I just don't see that working out well at all. That the thing is, if they had like a top ten quarterback, you look. I liked the moves the Dolphins made on the offensive side of the ball. They already have a good offense. I like Mike Kosicki. He's like a top five tight end. Jalen Waddle. People were he got overshadowed because of how great Jamar Chase was his rookie year. Jalen Waddle's pretty good, man. He's a really good receiver. And I and Devontae Parker's not bad. And I do like the, the signing of Armstead. Their offensive line, a good offensive alignment help. I do think that'll help. And the Raheem Mostert coming off the injury, I think is going to be a nice fit to that Dolphins team. Uh, finally, a good running game. Um, so I liked the moves they made offensively on the offensive side of the ball. But I disqualify that. Not, not going to extremely disqualify it. But the quarterback, he doesn't make take any risks. He just doesn't. Tyreek Hill was the perfect for Mahomes. He was perfect. They worked perfect together. Tua, I and Ty, Tyreek, I just don't see working out great at all, and in, in my opinion. So that's where I have it at. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, I just – it's tough with Tua, though, because, I mean, people want to say, like, oh, you have to, he can't throw down field level. He had surgery. And don't uh, make – I know uh, I'm saying – I'm saying – no, I'm, I'm just saying don't make him do that. Like, that's why I think Mike McDaniels is a good uh, head coach for him because he's that West Coast guy, and I think Tua's only chance in the NFL is a West Coast scheme because it doesn't force him to throw the ball more than 10 yards on field on a West Coast offense. Like, you saw Jimmy Garoppolo last year – the 49ers were successful without Jimmy Garoppolo throwing the ball downfield and it worked. And now, I mean, I guess Tyree kill is fine. He knows what he's getting himself into. He, he knows he's not going to be a deep ball threat anymore. That's not just, it's just not going to be what it is. They could win games, but Tyree kills not going to like, he's not going to just beat guys over the top anymore and expect a Pat Mahomes ball. And oh. he's not going to run those routes anymore because they're going to have to cater to Tua because you can't ask Tua to be what he's not. You can't just ask him to throw the ball 40 yards downfield when he can't. So they're going to run a lot of shorter routes for Tyreek Hill and a lot of shorter routes for Jalen Waddle. Like they, I mean, they already have done that with Jalen Waddle. Then they have a guy like Devontae Waddle Parker. Like a, Devontae Waddle. Parker, I think they're going to trade Devontae Parker before the season starts. But if he's there, he's a big receiver. He's a big body that Tua can just – 
throw lobs to at the goal line. And then Mike Kosecki, he's basically a receiver. He's not a tight – like, he obviously – his position is tight end, but he should be a receiver. Like, he doesn't block, and he's just always playing receiver. Like, he's he's a, he's a receiver playing tight end. Uh, so that I mean he's a big body too. So he's a lot. He's another security mic for Tua. I like what they've done with Turn Armstead on the offensive line, but I still think they do have a lot of holes on that team. And uh, we'll see. It's a tough AFC though. Very tough. They probably have the they them and the AFC South are probably the two easiest divisions that you'd want to be in right now. Right. If you're in the AFC, because like, I don't see the Patriots that much better than them. Right. They beat the Patriots twice last year. Uh, the Bills are probably the only struggle though. Right. Um. Now, uh, yeah, so I want to ask you this um, in, when we're staying on this topic of free agency. Um, and I, I want to know, Jordan, if you've been scared about this um, Matty Ice uh, going to your hate, hated um, AFC South rival. So the, so the quarterback carousel, it just keeps on going. This is so strange that we're seeing these new quarterbacks in different uniforms next year. It's going to be freaking weird. Um, so Matt Ryan got, tra- got traded to the Colts for a third-round pick. And your boy, your idol, Marcus Mariota, is going to be the quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. They they're not a part of the trade. But they might not draft quarterback. a quarterback. But right. uh, they also – I mean – I think uh, I think Mariota will at least start the season. So. He, I think he's good in gadget situations, but I, I it's, not- it's it all depends on it's it's interesting though because Arthur Smith, one of the probably the biggest reason Arthur Smith's the head coach right now is because Mariota got benched for Ryan Tannehill back in 2019, and then the offense excelled under Arthur Smith. This is gonna so be awkward. It's gonna be not. I wouldn't say really awkward because it wasn't fully Arthur Smith's decision. Mention of his variables, but. Um, I think it's – Arthur Smith's going to have to learn from how he used him. Right. And they're going to have to use Mariota how Mariota should be used and how he saw it in Vegas. But, yeah, back to Matty Ice. I, um, I want to – scale one to ten, how threatened are you that Matt Ryan is now the, the, is now the quarterback of your hated AFC South rival? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's Matt Ryan. Like, do people think he's better than Carson Wentz? People do, yes. People are dumb. Uh, the funniest uh, tweet I saw was the Colts tweet, like a picture of Matt Ryan with like a bunch of ice around him and stuff standing on the Colts logo. And I'm like, you guys play in a dome. That makes no <laughs> sense. Like, Jimmer stays off the snow. Uh, but Matty Ice uh, <laughs> in the uh, – I mean, it's, it's interesting. He's entering his 37-year-old season, so it's not – Obviously, it's not a long-term thing. It's a it's a one to two year thing, probably with the Colts' history, a one year thing. Uh, does this put the Colts over the top from an outside non-biased perspective? No, because like, what really does he give you that Carson Wentz didn't? Carson Wentz has a much better arm, and Carson Wentz is much more mobile. Matt Ryan just doesn't make all the mistakes unless it's the playoffs, uh, where we saw in that Super Bowl he made a of mistakes but they still have a lot of holes to fill and the quarterback wasn't one of them until they obviously traded Carson Wentz but before they traded Carson Wentz quarterback wasn't like a huge fill or huge need a huge need for them right now is moral line help because they did lose Eric Fisher and they're 
they were their offensive line while it was really good it was really weak at the tackle position last year uh and their receiving core is still bad is T.Y. Hilton even on the team anymore I feel like every year is his last year I feel like <laughs> I, I mean he he was hurt most of the year and then came back and Really they do need to draft a wide receiver. I, mean, I give you every that. Every time I'm every time I'm watching red zone and they switch over to a Ty Hilton like twenty yard catch, he's doing his Ty thing. Like every time, it's 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 as if he just scored a touchdown every time he catches the ball. And Michael Pittman, while he's a great like not great, well he's a good receiver. He's a good jump ball receiver. He's not a number one. No, right? him and him and Chase Claypool are very similar in the fact that they're just big guys who are deep threats uh, and jump ball threats who aren't the best route runners. And probably aren't your number one receiver. And we also have like it's just like Zach Pascal. Like that receiving core is really bad. And Matt Ryan over his career has had a lot of really good receivers. Uh he's had Roddy White, Julio Jones, uh what's his face, Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts. He's had a lot of really good weapons, Cordell Patterson with him. Uh so it's gonna be interesting to see him without really great weapons. They did bring back Moelle Cox, who's good. Um uh but they also have a corn, cornerbacks. They really need cornerbacks. They lost Rocky Sin. But Matt Ryan, I don't think the move is anything crazy. I'm not. It doesn't make me any more scared than I was when they had Carson Wentz. And I wouldn't say I'm scared. I'm, I'm obviously nervous because why, why Matt Ryan's you, better. Why, why were you scared when you had Carson W-I-N-C-E? I wasn't scared. I, I'm never scared. I'm just nervous, obviously. But I'm not scared of the Colts. Like We've won the division back-to-back years. Uh well, everyone loved to crown them as the best team in the division last year. They obviously weren't. Um, Matt Ryan, the only reason it made me nervous when they got Matt Ryan is because he's better than Jimmy Garoppolo, who could have been their quarterback. All right, I'm, I'm more nervous now than if they had Jimmy Garoppolo, or I'm more nervous now than when they didn't have a quarterback. Uh, but Matt Ryan, it's this. I'd rather them have Matt Ryan than Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz was way more of a threat at quarterback than Matt Ryan is at 37 years old. And people saying, oh, well, I mean, if Phillip Rivers could get them to the playoffs, Matt Ryan's better than Phillip Rivers is right now. It's a much different team. This team is much, don't want to say much worse, but it is much worse than they were two years ago. They lost a lot of guys. They don't have two white homes, not the same. They, uh, Jonathan Taylor is probably the only thing that's better now than in 2019, uh, in 2020, 2020. Uh, what's your thoughts on this? I know you have the Colts winning your division now. Because, I mean, you're just you're, – you're one to just – I'm not even saying this because it's the Colts. I'm saying this about a lot of people. Every time someone makes a free agent move, you're like, oh, they're in the Super Bowl. Uh, well, I'm going to – so my thoughts on the Matt Ryan thing. First of all, Matt, great name. Um, but uh, <laughs> not, that's neither here nor there. Um, I think it's a great move for the Colts. And I think that Matt Ryan is going to make less mistakes than Carson Wentz was. The writing was on the wall for Carson Wentz um, and the Colts team because all they needed to do was win one of their final two games against the Raiders and against the Jaguars. Two games you should win. One of them is at home. The Raiders obviously are last year were, were a playoff team. There's not really a lot of shame to lose that, but you should have won that game. The Jaguars' loss was just – there's no excuse for it whatsoever. That's a pathetic loss. Carson Wentz was got off of that game. Their defense got ran off the field and their offense, they couldn't protect Jonathan Taylor that game. Um, so that was a shame. Uh, it wasn't all Wentz's fault as much as I roast him a lot. It wasn't all Wentz's fault why they lost those two games. 
But if you saw the Jacksonville game and if you saw certain key games, like against your Titans, how he switched the heads of the head zone and threw that interception. I mean, there Honestly, was – Honestly, that play saved them. We would It would not have gone to overtime. They, they had – the only reason they had a chance to win that game in overtime was because of that play. Because if he got safety, the Titans get the ball and just run out the clock. Right. But, but, but still – there were certain games where I think they said, okay, the writing's on the wall. And Frank Reich tried to give him another chance because he had him with Indy, with the Eagles when he was the offensive coordinator at the time. So he wanted to give uh, Carson Wentz another chance. And eventually he saw writings were on the wall and they decided we're going to trade you. We're going to let you go on this one. So, and Chris Ballard the other day, the day after was just fuming, mad, the press conference about when asked about Carson Wentz and if he's staying. So the Ryan was on the wall there. Now getting to Matt Ryan, I I, th- I am a little bit more of a fan of him than you are, not because he has a great first name, but because he, I still think. A, I don't hate him. He's just not great right now. I, I think. I think he's still a pretty so- solid quarterback in this league. I really do. I mean. He's better than Ryan Tannehill. Yes, I would take him over Ryan. Oh, my. <laughs> I would. And I still <laughs> I would crazy. take him over Ryan's head of help. I, I will say this. Matt, I know that the Colts receiving core is very weak. I give you that. I, I, Michael Pittman Jr. is a solid number two at best wide receiver, but he's not a number one. We both know that. Um, but I, when I look at the rest of the Colts team, you look at their defense, is really good. Darius, the maniac, Leonard, and I like DeForest Buckner. They do need to make some moves uh, for the corner position, though. Their secondary is weak. I give you that. And their receiving core um, I is, is bad. I, I don't trust Zach Pascal as a number two. And T.Y. Hilton, I feel like every year is his final year, his goodbye farewell tour, I feel like. But when you look at their offensive line, their offensive line is top five. They have a great offensive line. Mm. Their center, right guard, right left tackle, they're great. And Jonathan Taylor, I know that you, I know that you dismissed him from him last year because he was in the MVP conversation last year. But still, Jonathan Taylor is a top three, is the second best running back in football behind the King. He's great, man. He can catch and screen passes. He can plow through anybody. He's tough to bring down. He's a very he's one of the more the better weapons in the league. He is powerful running, can catch in the backfield and screen passes. He is really fucking good, Jonathan Taylor is. Matt Ryan, I know you you think he's over the hill and but I people forgetting last year, uh Cal there was no Julio Jones because he got traded, obviously. Oh, no, because he went to your Titans, obviously. We don't even know where he's going. Got traded. Okay, he, oh, yeah. he got traded to the to the to the Titans. Um, we don't know where he's gonna go uh, this offseason. He's still on the board. Um, yeah. Calvin Ridley got had took a mental health break, but which um, also led him into into uh, same game parlays. But um, <laughs> but um, but uh, Kyle Pitts was good, but he Kyle Pitts was he had Kyle Pitts. And that, and he had Cordell Patterson, who was creative in the backfield, who's sort of like the Debo Samuel of that team. But that's it. That's really, um, I, that's really what I thought of. Um, I he didn't really have a lot of great weapons. 
when he had with the Falcons when those guys were out. I still think – I'm not saying he's going to be the MVP, Matt Ryan, what he was a couple of years ago, but I still think he, he can, he's capable enough. He was top 10 league in completion percentage. He's even, he still has a decent arm to throw it down the field. He – in this West Coast offense he is in, he requires him to be mobile. I think he, he's not obviously quick, but I think he can no, move. No, 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 no. Not no, a lot. Say that. No, no, he can't. He's <laughs> never been able to, and now he's 37. He, he, I think he will be good enough. But I will say this. If they want – do I think they're a contender to win the, the AFC? No. But I, do I put – do I think they have a good shot at winning your division? Yes, I do. I do think – but I will say this, though. If I'm going to be fully on their wagon just for them to derail your team, they are going to have to draft wide receiving help. Michael Pittman's not number one. And Zach Pascal, I don't trust. Mo Ali Cox is good, but nothing. he's not one of the better tight ends in the league. So they need to make some moves in wide receiver position. But when I look at the rest of their team, besides their secondary, they have some good weapons on that team. Very respectable. Yeah. I mean, sucks that they don't have a first-round pick. But they are going to have to, like, they're going to have to make some moves to get a wide receiver help. Maybe they could – maybe I know a guy that played for your Titans last year that could go over to Indy and who played with Matt Ryan. Hey, I'm not obviously going to talk shit about Julio here, but I wouldn't really care. All right. Like, he, plays, he played four games a year at this point. And they're going to have to pay him a lot. Apparently, Rappaport said he's gotten a lot of offers, but him and Holly, or him and Honey Badger could both have signed with teams already, but they bought, they both want the money they deserve. So, don't know who's going to give him that, but probably maybe Green Bay. I don't know. But, by the way, T.Y. Hilton, reiterating back to T.Y. Hilton, he uh, apparently had to search this up. He's talking with the Cowboys. So, <laughs> what would Skip Bayless is Phil the Amari Cooper shoes. I wonder what Skip Bayless is going to say on Monday. He's probably going to pound his chest and scream at Jerry Jones for that move, but whatever. Um, now, I want, this is my favorite. This is where this is my favorite time of year, where we get to dissect this whole madness, and we get to go over which team. So we're the professors on this one. We're grading each team's um, report um, summary, their tests of what they did this offseason, if they pass the test. Solid A through F scale. We're going to go through teams. We're not going to go through every team in the league, but we are going to go over the teams that made the most noise and with the moves they made, and we are going to grade them on A through F scale. Here we go. Let's start with the first one. Let's start from the top. The Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, the Chargers, I give them a give them an A because. Uh, Thank you. Maybe, well, what? <laughs> I have a few I'm not saying that, the AFC. Yeah. Oh, you already did that. Oh, geez. Um, I'm not saying that they're gonna win the AFC. I'm not gonna say they're gonna win the division, but, but they're obviously on paper a much better team than they were last year, which means yeah. they get an A because they brought in Khalil Mack, they brought in J.C. Jackson, and they re-signed Mike Williams. They brought in Sebastian Joseph Day from the Rams, brought in Gerald Everett, another weapon at tight end. Uh, and their defense, yes, like I said, obviously looks way better on paper. Did they overpay for J.C. Jackson? Yes. Did they overpay for Mike Williams? Yes. Does it matter? No, because their quarterback's on a rookie contract. So this is the time to overpay. Um, so I give the Chargers an A. I, I assume you're also going to give them an A. 
Yeah, I give him an A. I, I give him an A, a solid A. You pay, you 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 are you get a gold star in the class. In all seriousness, I, I love the moves the Chargers made. Um, the, the Khalil Mack trade. It was sad to see him go from my Chicago Bears, but it, but he was injury prone, and for he wasn't, and we just needed to free up salary cap. But the Khalil Mack trade, I think it's a great move for the Chargers. I wish him nothing but the best. I'm rooting for him. Um, I love Khalil Mack. He was great on off the field. He is going to be a great edge rusher for with Bosa. Him and Bosa and that front line. And they stole Sebastian Joseph Day from their inner city rival, Los Angeles Rams, who I think is a great upgrade. And their secondary getting Mr. INT, JC Jackson. He's going to, and he deserved the bag he got. It's a great move to pair him up in the backfield with him and JC Jackson. And I'm sorry, Derwin James. I think that's really good. And what was the Chargers' biggest weakness last year? They couldn't stop, they couldn't get off the field. You saw in that game again, that overtime game against the Chiefs, one of the final games of the year at SoFi, that Thursday night game, they couldn't get Mahomes off and company off the field. And against the Raiders, that dumb timeout call and the fact they couldn't get Derek Carr and company off the field was the reason why they didn't end the tie and why they didn't go to the playoffs. But Justin Herbert, man, I know I'm a, I've turned to an annoying stand of his, but I'm serious, man. He first two mo, um, set a record most two years in the first two seasons, most touchdowns, most passing yards out of any quarterback in NFL history. First two years, he is special. Six six, he stands in the pocket, takes it like a man. Throw has a cannon of an arm down the field. Made a top three throw of the year last year against the Giants. He is spectacular. The arm strength, the accuracy. He is great, and I like Austin Eckler a lot. I think he's a good receiving uh, uh, running back. Also uh, could run through people. And I like Mike Williams, solid fantasy player last year, uh, near around 1,400 catches last year, 11 touchdowns. He's pretty good. And I like the signing of Gerald Everett at tight end. I think that's going to be a very good signing for them. So Chargers get an A for me. Yeah, I mean, I think J.C. Jackson's a little overpaid. Actually – pretty overpaid but uh it's what they got to do to win a championship well yeah. when you go for a championship when, if you're all in if herbert's on a, if herbert's on a rookie contract it's the time for overpaying and if right. jc jackson if, i mean he's not he's, he's overrated but he's still much better than what they had well, right, he had the most interceptions last year and I, as we as we've seen with trayvon diggs interceptions don't mean shit or they mean shit but they don't tell the whole story all right he's not a great cover corner uh, and Mike Williams, another guy they overpaid for, but it's good to have him back. Uh, and yeah, they get an A because they just are much better than they were before. And uh, the next team we have, the staying in the AFC West, we got the Las Vegas Raiders. Viva Las Vegas! Um, the A. I love the moves they made. The Devontae Adams and, and, and Derek Carr are going to be a top three to five wide receiver quarterback duo in the league. I think they're going to work very well together. Um, and, I, and I like the moves, they, the Chandler Jones moves they made. They did lose their corner, but I do think they are that their defense is going to be much better up front. And I think that I really like their offense a lot. I mean, I love – 
I love Hunter Renfro, big fan of his, like Josh Jacobs. And the Devontae Adams trade is very was, was amazing for them. I think they're going to be a handful. Now, there's no lock in the AFC West because anybody could win the AFC West. Um, but I thought that was a great move, and I think they're going to be a prime position to make the playoffs. We, we talked about this, Jordan, that we were debating on if all four teams in the AFC West – are going to make the playoffs. And uh, you said, no, I said, I don't think it will, but if there's one year where it could, it could be this year. So a for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a bet actually, I think you can make like, wait, wait, like, will there be a division to have all four teams make the playoffs and you can like bet on it. This is the, this last, is a popular last bet. year. Everyone, last year, everyone bet the NFC West uh, West. Yeah. Now everyone's betting the AFC West. Um, I give them a B plus. Uh, Devontae Adams, they brought in, obviously, Chandler Jones, who's going to be a great one-two punch uh, for the next year or two with Max Crosby. And then they brought in a guy like Anthony Averitt from the Ravens, who might be cut very shortly with their team. He's not great in the secondary. Uh, and Rocky Sin from the Colts, do I actually like a lot. Uh, this team, they're built – the thing, I don't give him an A. I give him a B-plus because they're built for short-term success. So they're basically all in for the next few years. Uh, they have gone – like I said, all year, like they've gone all in, in a crowded AFC. I mean, I would probably give them a higher grade if they were in the NFC because this team would be a force in the NFC, but they're in a crowded division, crowded conference, obviously. And one thing I really like about them is that the Devontae Adams deal, they brought in a top receiver in the league and then got another one out of their division by bringing him in because Terry Kill wanted the money that Devontae Adams got from the Raiders, and he didn't get it. So he got moved out of their division, so they don't have to worry about playing Terry Kill two times a year. Uh, so I give him a B plus. We already talked about him a lot. Right. Yeah. Uh, the next, we're going to stay in the AFC West. Uh, we're going to round it out here. The Denver Broncos. Uh, another A uh, for me. So, obviously, Russell Wilson, they brought him in uh, after they didn't get Aaron Rodgers. Uh, they got DJ Jones. The D tackle from the Niners, uh, and then Randy Gregory. Um, it's hard to give them anything other than an A because of the fact that they got Russell Wilson. Like their other moves are questionable, but Russell what was he talking about? Randy Gregory. Um, but Russell Wilson, nothing you could say that can tell me that that was not a good deal. You know, like they may, oh, they gave up a lot of picks. I don't care. So do the Rams and they won the Super Bowl. You go so, all in. You, yeah, this they, is the NFL and this is what you should do in the sports world. Uh-huh. You, trade, you, you trade known commodities for unknown commodities. You go all in. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not every team can do that, but in this situation, yes. Uh, and DJ Jones, he's definitely their next best addition, in my opinion. He gives already a solid defense, another ascending uh, big man in the interior for their run-stopping defense. And then uh, they very may they very much overpaid for Randy Gregory, but like at least he brings them some upside next to Brand, Bradley Chubb in the pass rush. Uh, but yeah, definitely overpaid for him, but it's hard to nick them of anything because of the fact that they got Russell Wilson. And I do like the DJ Jones deal. Um, you, yeah. uh, I'm going to say A as well. I mean, Russell Wilson is one of the more well-respected quarterbacks in the league from his resume and for what he's able to do. I mean, when you add a Hall of Famer like that to your team, you are going to be in a prime position and a contention status. I, I'm not saying they're going to win the AFC. I don't even know who's going to win the AFC West. How anybody of that division can win the AFC. But 
I think Russell Wilson provides veteran leadership and a sense of calm and sense of maturity to that young receiving core. And I like their squad a lot. I don't think he's, he's has as great of weapons for receiving core as he had with, I don't think those receivers are better than Lockett or DK Metcalf, but the run, the Javante Williams is money. And I love the defensive side for Randy Gregory and Cortland Sutton's very good. Jerry Judy's great. Um, they're a good team, man. I like the Denver Broncos. Again, A. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think about the last team in that division? I mean, all four teams have made a lot of noise. So let's go to the Chiefs. What do you think about the Chiefs? Am I allowed to say incomplete? No. Okay. Look, it's I'm because I'm not allowed to say incomplete. I I need I still want to see what other moves they make for a wide receiver core because. Who knows? They could get someone big, make a surprise about it that we don't know about. But at this moment, because I respect Pat Mahomes so much, I'm going to give him a B minus because they are going to lose Honey Badger on defense because of the money. And I do, and they are going, and I, and they did lose Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes' ultimate security blanket. Juju Smith-Schuster, I like but he's not better than Tyreek Hill and he's not like a, he's not one of the top receivers in the league. He's good. Nothing special. The Marquez Valdez Scanling, Nick Wright's new favorite player in the league. <laughs> I think, I think he's fine. He's nothing great, but he's just fine. Um, I, I, I just think their defense is going to take a hit because you lose the heart and soul of the team. Like County Badger is on defense. They are going to take a hit. I want to see what other moves they make first, but with the moves they made for recovery for Tyreek Hill, I think they're fine. They're serviceable. B minus. I mean, you can't do incomplete because I mean, every team is technically incomplete. They're still. But but I'd just say B minus. B minus. B minus. All right, I give them a B. Very close to a B plus. Okay, we're we're on the same page here. I mean, I'm closer to a B plus though than a B minus. Well, same same. Yeah. Okay. So Juju. Yeah, so they brought in Juju, who I, I actually love that move. Uh, even after the Terry culture, I like it. People forget he can ball, all right? Like, people only like to focus on the fact that, oh, he makes TikTok, so he makes YouTube videos. Like, so does a lot of NFL players. He did make mistakes by doing it on logos and stuff and causing a distraction, but he's definitely toned down on doing it, like, on the field and stuff like that. Like, he's definitely kept it to more just, like, off-the-field stuff and just doing it because it's fun. Uh and you said they were losing Honey Badger. I don't think it's a big deal because they did bring in Justin Reed from the Texans, who I think is just as good as Honey Badger. Uh, and by trading Hill, the Chiefs now have 12 picks in this draft. 12. They have two first-round picks, picked 29 and 30, which you can only guess they're going to use on a receiver. Uh, and then two second-round picks also could use on a receiver and there's a lot of receivers in the, in this draft specifically and upcoming drafts with a lot of speed who can fill in that Tyree kill kind of role. And then you have two third round picks, uh, two fourth round picks and Miko Hardman still on that team. Uh, I don't love M- MVS cause he's injury prone, but he's another deep threat. Like Pat Mahomes isn't like a guy who's always relied on having targets. There's some, rec- there's some, teams where if you had Tyree Kill, you wouldn't be able to give him up because quarterbacks are just like tied to one receiver. 
but in this situation, it's not like Pat Mahomes really needs Tyreek Hill. No. Um, and, um, and you just got him speed guys. You got him a slot receiver in Juju. You get him a deep thread in MVS. And you get him, you keep Michael Hardman on that team, who's another fat speed guy. Um, and uh, an interesting thing I saw so the Packers and Chiefs were in situations where they had to either overpay for a receiver or just let him go. And the, contracts. and the Chiefs and Packers, who are two of the most winningest franchises in the past 10 to 20 years, both said, go. And they let him go. And the two teams that picked them up, the Dolphins, who have never, who haven't really had success recently, and the Raiders, who other than last year, hadn't done anything in 20 years. So it's two uh, two franchises who are not very known for being great, bringing in two just flashy name receivers and then right. two great franchises, mm-hmm. letting them go. So that just says something that receivers are more replaceable than uh, other positions. Um, now let's yeah. go to – now let's, we're getting out of the AFC West. We're going to talk about a team that, uh, that the Chiefs beat in overtime last year, the Buffalo Bills. We'll let it a minus, a minus for the Bills. Close, very close to an A. But I hate the Von Miller contract. But very close to an A. But I'll give an A minus. So I mean, some key names they brought in. Case Keenum is going to be their backup quarterback. Uh, then they have OJ Howard. They brought in another tight end for them. Uh, Roger Saffold, Titans cut him. They brought him in. Some good run blocking. Uh, defensive end Shaq Lawson from the Jets. Uh, another defensive lineman Tim Settle. Uh, Daquan Jones from the Panther, Pat, Panthers, and then obviously Von Miller uh, to show up that pass rush. Uh, one thing I don't love is that they lost Cole Beasley, who I think is a great receiver, uh, not a great receiver, a really good receiver, really good slot guy. He plays through injuries, uh, but they did overpay and gave Von Miller a crazy contract. That is, that's unheard of. It's not a, but it's not really a huge deal in the fact that they can probably cut him after a couple of years. Uh, and Roger Saffold, he's a good run blocker, like I said, and O.J. Howard, just another big guy, big weapon for Josh Allen, and I really wanted to give them an A, but they lost Cole Beasley and kind of gave a weird contract to uh, Von Miller, but they've done a good job keeping the team sort of together and bringing in guys to fill their needs because their D-line kind of got gashed by really good runners last year like Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry, so they did bring in a lot of defensive line help. What, what uh, you yeah, I'm going to give – I'm going to give the Bills a B plus. Um, I do like the move they made with O.J. Howard, and I do think that's going to be very helpful. Um, the Von Miller contract, that, that I don't understand. He's not the Denver Von Miller. Now, he was great in certain situations. You need him to be at the Rams last year. But I think the move eventually with the salary cap – and it's just – I do not love that. Um, but I, he does provide experience uh, for what they need. Um, I do like the I do like the signs they made, and they still have a top three quarterback in the league at Josh Allen. Stephon Diggs is one of the – I know he had a bit of a down year last year, but he's still really good. And I, I will say this, though. They do need to get some running, get some running back help. I will say that. Um, 
But I overall, their defense was – I know you thought the defense last year was a bit overrated, but still, they were number one across the board in a lot of areas defensively last year. Um, I know it was against bad teams, but still, that's number one across the board. It's number one across the board. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say B plus in that regard for Von Miller, for the Bills. Uh, the next team we got another AFC team in the Bills division, the Dolphins. I already talked about them, but um, okay, I'm going to say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say B plus. I like the offensive moves they made. People think we we are grossing Tua, but the moves they made themselves, Jordan, they're good. I like Armstead. I I like him a lot. Tyreek Hill is going to be a great, a good Debo Samuel for for Tua in the backfield when you need him to be. Um, I like the Ricky Mostert, and I like how they're pivoting to the off to the offensive side of the ball. I really like that. I know last couple of years they've been all defense because that's what Brian Flores was. But I like the moves they made offensively for the for the Miami Dolphins. Again, I question Tua. I don't think he's it, and he's been dealing with a lot of injuries, and I don't think the Tua-Tyreek long-term will not work. And I don't love the fact they gave up a lot of draft picks. But I, I do think that it will. there are going to be a fun offense at times, um, I don't, they're not going to be better than the bills, obviously, but I think they're a little bit above new England because new England has let a lot of people go and they haven't made really made a lot of moves. I don't know what Belichick's been thinking this off season. So I give, I give Miami a B plus. I'll stay right around that range. I'll give them a B because they just brought in a bunch of track athletes. Like they're just, they're, they're, it's every game in Miami is going to be a track, a track meet. They brought in Tyree kill. Obviously, everyone knows he's fast. Chase Edmonds, another insanely fast running back. Raheem Mostert, another insanely fast running back who deals with injuries, but when he's playing, he's fast. Cedric Wilson, an insanely fast receiver. Uh, and then I like the move they made with uh, Connor Williams at guard and then uh, Teron Armstead, like you said. And I think Teddy Bridgewater is a solid backup because – God forbid Tua gets hurt, knock on wood, but he's had injury issues. And if they do plan on benching him, if they struggle, Teddy Bridgewater's just a solid guy to bring in. Nothing special, won't cause any issues, but he also doesn't really have a great arm. Uh, But that Hill deal, Tyreek Hill deal, that's going to come back to bite them if they're not good. If they don't win in the next couple of years or make the playoffs in the next couple of years, they're going to really want those picks and they're not going to have them uh and they're not going to have a lot of money they're not championship teams um, so you, you you don't have the right to say f them yeah games, so but uh will they be exciting and fast and fun to watch yeah well will it be fun to have a guy like tyree killer jalen waddle on your fantasy team yeah uh but will teddy bridgewater probably be the starter at some point this year probably uh but I don't know. Brian Flores is gone, so we don't know how they're going to do the quarterback situation because he kind of was all over the place with Jacoby Brissett, Tua, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Tua. Like, it was weird. But yeah, give him a B because it's just solid. Nothing. I mean, they made a splash, but it might it might come back to haunt. Uh, we'll, well, we're going to focus on the defending AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals mm-hmm. and Joe Burrow. Oh. Joe. Burrow. Uh, uh, what 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 grade would you give them? I'll give the Bengals an A. And this doesn't mean I think the Bengals are going back to the Super Bowl or I think no. the Bengals are the best team in the AFC. But the moves they've made have been great. 
everything that you could have asked them to do this offseason. No one asked them to get Terry Kill. No one asked them to make a huge splash. Everyone just said, get offensive line help for your franchise quarterback that just led you to the Super Bowl. Because the offensive line at the end of the day is what lost them that game. Not the whole reason they lost in that game, but a big reason why they lost that game uh, near the third and fourth quarter. Uh, and they brought in Hayden Hurst, a tight end to fill in CJ Uzoma's shoes, which I really like because Uzoma is gone. And they brought in Lyle Collins, who's been one of the best right tackles in the league. If he stays on the field, uh, he had a suspension last year, I believe. But they brought in the guard from Buccaneers, Alex Kappa, and a center, Ted Harris from the Patriots, who's got to be solid. Uh, and they're sort of keeping the band together and then kind of just bringing a huge O-line help in. And Hurst is – Hayden Hurst is just as good as C.J. Ozoma, in my opinion. So that's that. Give him an A because – they didn't need to do anything huge other than fill up some O-line needs, and they've done that. Uh, what, are, what are your thoughts on the big Yeah, I, I'm with you on this one. They got an A for me. Um, I'll keep this short. Um, they, the, what they needed was the O-line help at the end of the day because they could, this is a style they had with Joe Burrow running for his life and him taking hits and him being tough and him, you know, standing in the pocket, taking like man. It's not – it wasn't going to be sustainable long-term for his future. So I think that was excellent. I love the Lyle Collins um, move they made. I love Alex Kappa stealing them from Brady. I thought was at, was a great signing. Hayden Hurst, a tight end to replace C.J. Uzoma, was a great move. And they already have a good defense. Their offense is really good. I don't think they're going to get back to the Super Bowl because it, it's so fucking hard to get back to a Super Bowl. Hard to get back to the playoffs. Especially after losing. Right, and you can get Super Bowl hungover. I mean, a couple years ago when the Rams played the Patriots, they lost at the Patriots Super Bowl. Next year, they didn't make the playoffs. So it's it really just does depend what happens moving forward. It's, I don't think they will, but I'm not going to count against Burrow. But for the moves they made, hey. Um, yeah, I thought that was a good move. Mm-hmm. Um, the next team, another team in that division, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, they made a few moves. Mitch, 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 Mitchburg, Mitchburg. Maserati, Mitch, Marty, Mitch. I give those moves, I give them a solid A minus. I like what the moves they made. I do. I think Mitch Trubisky is not great, but for the value they got him at, was very good. I like the Miles Jack signing a lot and their defense to add on to it. They do need to get some uh, the O-line help, I think they'll get in the draft. And I think Mitch is going to be good. He is going to be more mobile in this system. Uh, I think with Mike Tomlin, from what we know him as, you can never count Mike Tomlin out in any season. He, he's never had a losing record. And for the moves they made and for the value they got Mitch at, look, I don't think they'll make the – I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs or anything, but for the moves they made and for the value they got Mitch at, A-minus for me. Uh we're going to be a little off on this one. I'm going to give them a C. What? And because they're not – they didn't make any moves that make me think they're going to be a better team than they were last year, uh, that much better. And it doesn't – and none of these moves made me say, damn, they're really keeping up with everyone in their division. They're f- totally falling behind everyone in their division. Mitch Trubisky's not an answer at quarterback. He's a bridge. He's going to keep them afloat for one or two years. He won't cause any issues. And then they'll move on from him. Um, Maserati Mitch, love him, but he's not great at quarterback. Uh, he's so likable. Oh, he's likable, yeah. But he's Wits. He's Wits' favorite quarterback. 
<laughs> yeah, so um, James Daniels, from, they brought in some O-linemen, James Daniels from the Bears, Mason Cole from the Vikings. I love those. Miles Jack. Uh, yeah, Miles Jack, don't like it. Don't like the Miles Jack move. Uh, Levi Wallace from the Bills is actually a solid move at DB. Uh, but other than that, they just didn't – they haven't done anything that makes me say no. they're going to compete in this division. They're going to be the fourth best team in this division, even if Deshaun Watson's not playing. Oh, hater. And you Mitch hater. I'm not hating on Mitch. I'm being realistic. Like, if they were in the NFC, they might be a playoff team. But in the AFC, they're not a playoff team. Well, you have to look at them compared to what other teams have done. If you're looking at the AFC, have the Steelers done anything to make themselves stay with the group in the AFC? No, they haven't. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll we'll see what Witt thinks when you tell him that. Hey, but I'm all on I'm all on the I'm all on the Mitchburg board though. We'll see what our friend Sam Witt thinks when he hears this. Um, what well, now? I want to stick with the AFC North, and I'm going. We're going to discuss the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I mean, we already talked about them, but I'll give them an A. Didn't grade them, but I'll give them an A. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Obviously, much improved at quarterback. Jacoby Brissett, I like him as a backup. Amari Cooper, much better than Jarvis Landry. Uh, Jakeem Grant, a lot of speed at receiver. And a great special teams guy. He was a pro bowler for the special teams, I believe, uh, from the Bears. And then Chase Winovich from the Patriots at defensive end is going to kind of fill in the Jadavian Clowney role because it seems like Clowney's gone. Um, who actually had a good year last year after a disappointing year with the Titans. But... Watson elevates this team to a contender, like I said. Even if he's out for a period of time, he'll be there for four more years at least. Uh, they basically got Amari Cooper for nothing. What do they give him, a fifth and sixth round pick? Uh, and Brissett, like I said, he's a good backup. And I just think their team was kind of just missing a quarterback. And Deshaun Watson, like you said, is a top five quarterback uh, when he plays. So that's that given A because it sets them – apart in the AFC because they were kind of falling behind in the AFC. If Baker Mayfield is still their quarterback, I'd probably give the Steelers a better grade and the Browns a worse grade, but the Sean Watson move makes them that much better than the Steelers and that much and it keeps them in the AFC race right now. Uh, and they were they were your uh, AFC. Last year I thought they were. If they had a legit quarterback, they had a great yeah. pull on paper. Guess what? Guess what? They got Sean Watson. Uh, what are your thoughts on them? This uh, yeah, I, I... I, I give the move a B, and the reason why I'm going to give him a B is because we don't know how many ga- it, how many games Deshaun Watson is going to play. Jacoby Brissett's fine. He's going to be suspended five years. I'm talking about this year, but um, for this he year, I give him up for five years. So it's not about who's going to be good this year. I, I I give him a B. Move. B, and I'm going to say a B because I don't know what I the, because we don't know what's going to happen because I like and I like. Um, Rashard Higgins, I like um, Peoples Jones, but they're good. Nothing amazing though. I like Schwartz, Amari um, Cooper. I don't know what we're gonna get with him though. That's the thing. There's some games where he's a one week a top five receiver. The next week he's below. He's average. He's very inconsistent. What you saw with the Cowboys last year at home, he was great. On the road, eh, wasn't that great. So he, I don't know what I'm going to get with him. Um, we don't know when Deshaun Watson is going to play. That's that's the most important thing. Um, but I the deep I do they are going to lose Jarvis. Um, they I don't know what is going to happen. What other receiver they're going to get? But I um, 
I think they're fine. I think Deshaun Watson will be good for them. Uh, the defense, I don't know what we're going to get with them. The one week they're great, the next week they're average. So we'll see depending on the, uh, what the system they have. I give them a B because I just want to see how many games Deshaun Watts is going to play this year and they can get another great, solid wide receiver. B for me. All right. Uh, next team we got, uh, we got a couple more AFC teams and we'll get a little bit into the NFC, but there's just the AFC teams are the teams right. everyone's talking about. So uh, the Colts. B plus. I, I liked the Matt Ryan signing. I do think it'll help. Um, he's a guy that's not going to turn the ball over. Uh, he's a guy that's still uh, one of the more was still accurate top ten completion percentage last year. Um, they re-signed Mo Ali Cox. I liked a lot. Their defense is very good. They do need wide receiver help, though. That's their biggest priority. They have to make. I suggested that guy who played for that was wide receiver for your team last year could re-up with his boy Matty Ice, but that may. But I'm putting it out there for the Colts. Um, but I do like the moves they made. Um, I. I do like Matt Ryan. I think he will be a bit he will be an upgrade for what they need for over Carson Wentz. Um, I think that the Jonathan Taylor's great. I just think they need a wide receiver. They just get a couple solid good wide receivers. I might put them in that upper echelon, but for me they get a B plus for me. Uh, for me, uh I give a B minus. You're a hater. Not, it's not like that far off from a B plus. And what and everyone loves to look at the quarterback position. What have they done outside of that? Nothing. Yanni Kangakwe, congrats. That's not a need. They didn't need a D lineman. Uh, that's like their one strength on defense. Um, Matt Ryan, he's just another band-aid at quarterback. He's another uh, one or two year guy that you'll just rip off the band-aid after a year and go get another guy. It was the same thing with Philip Rivers and Carson Wentz uh, and Jacoby Brissett a few years ago. So uh, I, I, I do like the Yanni Kangakwe deal a lot, actually, because of the fact that he's young and he's just a young, good player. But it's just like, why? Uh, but uh, just they, they didn't improve anything. They came into the offseason with needs to fill at receiver, at DB, and at offensive line. And they've, at to, up to this point, on March 25th, done nothing to improve any of that they've only gotten worse because rocky sin's gone and ty hilton's gone so that's that everyone thought oh i mean everyone in the going to the offseason was like oh they need to change a quarterback forgetting that it's a 53-man roster and there's more than just a quarterback winning games and a lot of that is the db offensive line and receivers so i don't think they've really done crazy great matt ryan's fine uh he's better than jimmy garoppolo so give him props to that uh but b minus Nothing bad, nothing horrible, nothing great. Just another B minus. Um, okay, now let's start off with the uh, next team. Um, we are going to go with your beloved Tennessee Titans. Uh, we'll try to be objective on this one. Um, mm -hmm. What letter grade do you give them? Um, I'm. I don't want to sound like just bias but it's because like they're the team that i focus on the most so they're the teams that i actually know the most about their off season so i give them an a minus because i really like what they've done uh robert woods clear upgrade over julio jones all right 
He's actually going to be on the field. All right, knock on wood because of the ACL injury, but he had never had injury history before the ACL. So he said he's it was a clean tear. So it's not like he had like a MCL two, a PCL. Like it was just an ACL tear. He said he's not going to be fine for OTAs, but uh, even if he's not back in weeks one through three, if he's back fully healthy by week four, I'm fine with it. And it's more than just a one-year thing. He's not young, but not old. He's like, what, 29? Uh, so, and he adds a lot of blocking receiver. He's one of the best blocking receivers in the game. He fits well with the team. And what was the hole that the Titans had last year? Tight end. Guess what? They brought in Austin Hooper from the Browns, who I think is great. Not great. I think he's a really good tight end uh, receiving-wise. And um, brought in Jamarco Jones from the Seahawks at offensive tackle, who could fill in the right tackle need. And then maybe we can move uh, the second-year guy, Dylan Radens, to left guard to fill Roger Saffold's shoes. But I think a big – uh, the biggest part of the offseason was re-signing Harold Landry and tying him up for four years because keeping that defense and front four together for the next few years is going to be huge because that was, as everyone saw in the Bengals game, our string. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons, can't wait to extend him. AJ Brown, can't wait to extend him. And Ben Jones was also a huge extension. And keeping guys like Taylor Wan on the roster was good. And yeah, they filled a lot of holes that need. The only thing... I think you can really say about the Titans that isn't great is that they're walking into the next season with Ryan Tannehill still. But seeing that Aaron Rodgers is back with Green Bay and Tom Brady is back in Tampa, there wasn't really much. And, like, the only guy was Russell Wilson that you could have asked for and obviously didn't get him. So that's I, – I would have liked to get a guy like Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, obviously. But they haven't done anything bad. The guys that they're losing are Julio Jones, who – I love Julio, and I wish it could have worked, but it's just a pain in the ass questioning if he's going to play or not every week or every drive. Uh, he, was not, he wasn't there the last play of the game. When Tannehill threw that interception, Julio was off the field, probably because of an injury. Uh, Jayon Brown and Rashawn Evans are gone, don't need him. Uh, and Roger Saffold and Jack Rabbit Jenkins are old, so it was nice to move on from them. But I think do need like a veteran DB because all of our DBs are really young and kind of injury prone. So I think getting a guy, maybe like, I mean, a huge move would be Stefan Gilmore, but haven't done that yet. So A minus, not going to talk about them too much. Uh, yeah. A-. Okay. I'm going to be quick on this one. I give him a B plus. I like the moves they made. Austin Hooper, even though he's bounced around from team to team, I think he's a good tight end help. Um, and I, and I like the Robert Woods. If he can stay healthy, that's the most important thing. Yeah, but- the thing is, I mean, obviously, I, I don't want them to rush him back because with, with Bud Dupree last year, they kind of rushed him back. And then once he went on the IR and then came back, he was unbelievable. But, yeah, Robert Woods, I mean, he never had an injury history really before, so I hope that he can recover. I think they'll be good. Um, I still think they need um, – I still think they need some more help uh, defensively uh in the corner slot but i think they're pretty good um i like the moves they made b plus for me uh let's let's move this along uh the next team that that we have for the free agency is the defending super bowl champion the los angeles rams yep whose house rams house what do you give them I give them – I'm going to be very objective on this one. I'm going to be – I'm going to be a little – I'm going to be a little objective and a little harsh on them than I usually am. I give them a B minus. And the reason why I'm going to give them a B minus is because, yes, they did lose Vaughn, 
and that was a big he was an important part of what they were trying to do in the playoffs um and i and they did lose sebastian joseph day who i thought was a big piece for them in that front line last year and they did lose darius williams uh which was a nice corner nice help for jalen ramsey um I do, and they did lose Whitworth due to retirement, but I do like Noteboom. He's, I do think at this stage he is a little bit better than Whitworth is now. Um, I, I want to see. I do like that. I like the Allen Robinson move a lot. I think he's a great, solid replacement for Robert Woods. I don't know what's going to happen with Odell though. I really don't. Um, I want to see. He, you think he's not going to play all next this coming season? Um, we'll see how if he plays it all. Um, if he comes back, it's for the playoffs. He's not right. Coming back in the the tight end position, I want I I like Tyler Higby, but I don't love him. Um, but I do. But they did sign Matt Stafford to a big deal, well deserved, obviously. Um, they are gonna be having this. They do need to make a, a good replacement for for uh, Sebastian Joseph Day because he ends for Von Miller. Uh, they did meet with Bobby Wagner. Now, right now, Bobby Wagner's meeting with the Ravens, but they, he did meet with the Rams the other day. I would love for, for them to get Bobby Wagner. Um, but I think if they, as long as Matt Stafford is right, as long as that connection's there, and if Von Miller, and if, sorry, Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey are on your team on defense, you're going to have a shot. So they get a B minus, not because they're doing, not because I think they're going to be, a disappointment because they just haven't made a lot of moves besides the Allen Robinson move. So for me, they yeah. get uh, I was teetering between B plus and A minus, and I'm going to give them a B plus because you're going higher than me on this. B plus because Allen Robinson's a great signing, like you said, he's a great, he's a great signing. He's a great receiver, probably uh, underpaid honestly for like he had no production last year really, but look at the situation he was in. Uh, and like you said, the key resignings of Joe Noteboom, uh, Brian Allen also at center. Uh, good replacements right there for guys like Andrew Whitworth, who's retiring. Um, and I think the Stafford extension's great. Lock him up for four more years, I think, or four extra years. And then also it's sort of team-friendly. It's not like making him the highest-paid quarterback of all time ever, whatever, like he could have done. Um, but, yeah, I don't think they need to resign Odell. Like there's no really reason to unless it's like a really cheap deal. Uh, but like, like, what is the deal going to be? Because you'd think if it's going to be a cheap deal for the Rams, it'd be a one-year deal. But why one-year deal if he's not going to play this year? Um, Von Miller leaving, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Uh, and then, yeah, they've kind of sort of kept the band together, other than Von Miller, obviously. But he wasn't really on the team last year that much. Uh, and Andrew Wormuth retiring is it's he's what like forty, like it's his time. Uh, shout out wit but yeah i'm gonna be plus just because they've kind of kept the main pieces attached and then they brought in alan robinson so two are already really good receiving core uh we're in the home stretch on this one the next team we're about to grade uh oh two t oh my god that's great favorite teams they're my two, two favorite teams. teams that I get to crap on. I get to talk about about this team, and I get to talk about the team that Skip Bayless talks about constantly. Uh, now let's talk about the Green Bay Fakers, the uh, the Green Bay Packers. Um, what what letter grade do you give them? Um, D plus. Uh, they're like their key re-signings are Alan Lazard, 
and Aaron Rodgers. It's like and Devondre Campbell and Russell Douglas. It's oh, wait, did you say B plus? D plus. Oh, I thought you said B. I was thinking B plus. What? No, they haven't. They haven't brought in anyone that makes me say, "Oh, great job." They haven't, and they got rid of Devontae Adams, which is detrimental because they're going to have the worst receiving core in the league. Them and the Falcons, they're going to be the, the Falcons and the Packers are going to be butting heads on who's going to have the worst receiving core if they're if their receiving cores remain the same going into the season, uh, because it's Alan Lazard and then who else? And Alan Lazard, no offense to him, but he's not great, and. Uh, they're, they, they did get Rob Bertanian back. Hopefully he's healthy to start the season. Uh, and basically the only thing that you could say that was good was getting Aaron Rodgers back when he wasn't even a free agent. Or <coughs> Rodgers! He, was, he wasn't... He wasn't <coughs> Rodgers! Their biggest move was Aaron Rodgers returning when he wasn't even a free agent. <laughs> so it's, it's weird. Um, he wasn't, and, I mean, Preston Smith, that new deal, that's fine. But, like, what else has really gone wrong? They lost the Darius Smith. The yeah, better exactly. Smith. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I mean, not really much great going on there. They're lucky they're in the NFC and in the really bad division. But and as long as Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback, you can't really count them out. But they're D-plus for the offseason. I'm not saying they're going to be bad, but I'm just saying it's a bad offseason. Oh, this is this was an easy one for me. I give him a big fat F. L, L. That's what they get. What? No, the Alan Lazard signed it, resigning, and the Robert Tunyon one million for five point six. Oh, he created cap flexity. That's nothing, nothing whatsoever. They lost to Darius Smith, Aaron Rodgers. You know what? I'm going to be slightly respectable here because I'm in a good mood on Friday. D minus because they have Aaron Rodgers. D minus am I great for the Packers? D minus because they did get Aaron Rodgers back. But it's a lot of fucking money. He's not going to play through that contract. And they lost Marquez Valdez Scanling, their best receiver, <laughs> number two receiver. Uh, and they lost to Darius Smith who went to the Vikings. I know we don't have the Vikings on here, but I think they made some really good moves the Vikings did. I really okay. do. They, I could see them win that division. I do too. I just don't see this team winning the division. I do not like that they've done little to no traction whatsoever. And they made some good moves the year before, but this year not so much. And the Aaron Rodgers deal, don't love. D-minus for me. Um, now we get to talk about this. Now we're going to talk about this team. Ask you can me give, what give, I your, think. Give, your, give your grade on the Cowboys. <laughs> oh, I hope it's good, Bayless. Okay. This one I'm actually going to give a big fat F for. Because I – F. F. And now you're just hating. Like, now it's, like, obvious. They haven't, they haven't that is great what they have, dude. They lost Amari Cooper. They, they, they lost. They they lost Randy Gregory. They have not signed anyone in free agency whatsoever. Yeah, they have. I mean, Who? like they have, but Who? James Washington, Dante Fowler, resigned Michael Gallup, Dalton Schultz, like Michael Russell, Gallup like is good, but he's not. But he's not better than Mari Cooper. Resigned Dalton Schultz, he's fine. Nothing special. They haven't made any. Gallup's younger though. I haven't. They haven't made any big moves whatsoever on the defensive side of the ball. They are just not not going to do anything this year. 
they get an F for me. I'm sorry. And the Dak Prescott deal, we could talk all, all about it. But that deal, eventually with the salary cap, you see this trend. A lot of receivers are leaving because of the cap. They're not willing to pay Amari Cooper the full. And they cut him. I they I I don't know why they, oh, they traded him. They traded they him. Trade him. Oh yeah, they traded him, but I don't know why they traded him because I still think he's pretty good. Um, but when I look at the rest of their roster, they lost Randy Gregory. Sorry, Skip. Sorry, Jerry. You failed the class. F. Uh, I give him a C. I'll be a little nicer. Um, they, like I said, James Washington, and Dante Fowler, like Dante Fowler, sort of. Uh, Randy Gregory replacement, just cheaper. And James Washington is just going to – he's just – he's not anything special. I'm not even going to, like, talk about him. But, uh, I, I mean, the, I, I think the re-signings that they did were actually key because Michael Gallup right now might not be better than Amari Cooper, but for how young he is and the contracts, it's a better – Oh, I forgot they, to they, mention, they lost their big offensive lineman. They lost Lyle Collins. Yeah, probably their third they lost some big team. key pieces on that O line, Jordan. A key piece. Well, he's their third best offensive lineman uh, behind uh, Tyron Smith and Zach, Zach Martin. But yeah, I mean, Dalton Schultz was a huge resigning. Uh, Leighton Vanderesh was too. I'm a hugely Vanderesh guy. Lee Cooker, solid at safety. Uh, but I mean, Gallup definitely worth keeping, no doubt. But they're going to miss Amari Cooper, like you said, more than most would realize. And especially with Cedric Wilson also being gone. It's another weapon that Dak loses, and Dak's always been a guy that's had weapons and has kind of relied on those weapons because Dak's not great. He's never he was a fourth round pick. He was he he hasn't shown to be anything great. Like he's good. People like to say that he's great because the team wins a lot against the Eagles, Giants, and he's not Andrews. great. He's a good quarterback, but he's nothing he's amazing. He's, he's good, not great. He hasn't won a big game yet. He won one playoff game, but you're expected to win more in Dallas, especially on that contract. And, I mean, with Lyle Collins gone, they have some questions up front for an offensive line that was also not that good last year for how good the Cowboys' offensive line usually is and how good they are on paper. So I give him a C just because I don't think it's the worst offseason, like you said, because you're just a hater. But I, I'm not a hater of them. I'm not a fan of them. I'm just a football fan, and I'll give him a C. Well, that concludes our off their grades for the off season. Uh, thank you. Shout out to everybody listening. Shout out to my co-host Jordan Goodhart. Thanks for another show, and uh, thank you all for listening to another edition of the Off the Dome podcast. You can download this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Have a great day, and go get them.